0: Welcome to Marginal Way with Natalie Gray, a podcast born with the intention to highlight the perspectives of those that make Seattle tick. Our conversations feature the good news that exists in our corner of the world and ultimately get us inspired for what we can build together next. I select guests with hearts, heads, and actions all in the right place, a unique and much-needed combination nowadays, as ever. They are inspirational and dear to me, as I hope they will become inspirational and dear to you. I've been looking forward to this episode so that I could say the following sentence. You ready? For Peregrine Church, the work is the fun and the fun is the work. For those who didn't catch that, it's for Peregrine Church, the work is the fun and the fun is the work. My guest today, Peregrine Church, is a master of shenanigans and self-described some guy in Seattle who likes making the world a more interesting place. Not too long after we met, he invented RainWorks, positive street art that appears every time it rains with the goal of making rainy days something to look forward to. And in 2015, RainWorks went viral. Now, Peregrine demands not to be taken too seriously. So much so that he was invited to TEDx a couple years ago to talk about novelty. Welcome, Peregrine.
1: Hello, good to be here. I am all those things, and I'm also your friend. And as your friend, I gotta call out, you have a podcast voice and i had never heard it before until like just now obviously i've heard the intro for the podcast before but like i'm sorry if this breaks the fourth wall natalie but oh my god that was it was such a joy to hear that switch oh my god (laughs) (laughs) it's great to be here thanks for having me on
0: first let's give an example of what your shenanigans are while while we're talking about You have many examples like the spontaneous birthday party, the flash mob group hug, the incremental social challenge. Let's pick a couple of examples and walk through what it is we're talking about.
1: Yeah, so like my thing is shenanigans. And to me, a shenanigan is some fun, interesting, or novel, you could say, thing that is making your life and ideally other people's lives brighter. One of the earliest shenanigans I remember doing was every Easter, My friends and I started going to stores to get little Easter eggs, but then hiding little candies and notes in them. And we we would hide them all over the place and people would love finding them. But one year we were slackers and we got to the store like on Easter. And believe it or not, if you go to the store on Easter, everything Easter related is sold out. Oh no. So I told people to go and buy some random birthday party balloons and birthday hats birthday blower things I don't know what they're called the things that unfurl like a frog tongue anyway uh
0: the (laughs) horn it's like a horn but
1: it like toots and also unfurls anyway we bought these things and they also bought a couple random items and we went out and decided that we were going to make it a random person's birthday so we went to the park together a bunch of us and we picked a stranger and I walked by them not carrying any of the birthday supplies managed to hear his name and then went back to everyone else told him his name and then we all got our birthday gear on and we fanned out like 150 feet away from him so we couldn't tell that we were together or anything but we all had our birthday hats on and then on my signal which was tooting the blowhorn furly thing we all (laughs) ran in singing happy birthday with his name up to this poor kid who was just playing frisbee having a good time and Threw confetti into the air above him, put a party hat on his head, and he's just like, what is happening? Like, he, he didn't say anything, but he was just like dumbfounded and smiling and like, what? <laughs> um, grinning, and we handed him the birthday bag and ran away. Probably the best part for me is just later imagining his reaction when he opens the birthday bag and he just finds like a pair of ketchup and mustard professional condiment containers with nothing in them. Just in case he wants to open his own hot dog stand. They're there now. And he has them. (laughs)
0: Fantastic. Another example might be a flash mob group hug. You wanna speak to
1: that? Uh, Yeah, I loved that one. I love using my birthday as an excuse to get friends together and make them do one of my wild or wacky ideas. This wild wacky idea was me holding a sign that said free group hugs. And I stood on the path at Green Lake Park, which for those who don't know, Green Lake Park has a path that just runs all the way along it. Very popular walking path in Seattle. I stood on the edge of the path near the beach area where there were lots of people hanging out and walking by and I had my friends split up into little hidden groups. This might be sounding familiar, actually. I know that I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> They're not all hidden group ones, I promise. No, no. Um, but this shenanigan had that as well. I had them all fan out, pretending to be doing their own thing, playing games, eating lunch, whatever. I stood alone on the edge of this pathway with a sign saying, free group hugs. And then every time some random stranger would walk up being like, can I have a group hug? I'd be like, absolutely. And then I would scream free group hugs. And then everyone in the group would shout group hug. And then they would all come streaming in and give this person a giant joyful group hug. It was wonderful. I want to disclaim this though, for anyone who thinks that that sounds like the scariest thing in the world, because they're super introverted and they weren't ready for actual group hug. We had a contingency Mm -hmm. plan when we were rehearsing how this was going to work. I had a backup plan. I'm like, I'm gonna be watching the reaction while you're running in. And if it looks like they're terrified, I'm gonna shout, never mind. And you all shout, never mind back, and then run back away. <laughs> we never had to use it, but I kind of really wanted to because it was such a good image.
0: Let's give an example then that's that's not hiding your friends to, to support a, okay. a, a flash mob type
1: thing. Um, so, this is one where we have my friend in her home recording a podcast, and we're actually all outside waiting. To spring inside. Look out the window, Natalie. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But could you imagine the commitment? If it wasn't COVID, awesome. I might have actually done that now that I think about it.
0: Oh, that would have been awesome. Oh, my awesome. God.
1: The Part of the reason COVID has been so hard, little tangent, is just because it's yeah. been so hard to make strangers smile. I mean, for one, you can't get close to them um, and have these joyful interactions um and for two you can't see the smile (laughs) i don't know about you but i've gotten really good at noticing the smile with the eyes
0: yeah smile with the eyes or just hearing a smile in someone's
1: voice there's there's like honestly simple shenanigans like the ones i've talked about are really elaborate but even just like to me like googly eyes is a shenanigan Going around, <laughs> just putting googly eyes on objects and making them, you know, sentient in a way, Make mm-hmm. them, making people smile when they see them, is just, it's just a little passive novelty for, for people going throughout the day. When I think about novelty, sometimes I split it up in my head as active and passive. Active novelty is the group hugs, things where I'm actually interacting with people. Passive novelty are things like googly eyes, where you leave something, or silly flyers, or brainworks. So silly flyers are some of my favorite things. One of the most simple versions. I made a flyer, put it up on the wall and said, have you seen this flyer? And I took a picture of it, put that picture onto the said flyer on the computer, reprinted it and did that like four more times until I had this nested, have you seen this flyer with a picture of the flyer on it, with a picture of the flyer on it, with a picture of the flyer on it. (laughs) And all the little pull tabs underneath didn't have phone numbers, they just said yes. (laughs) And So if you pass this on the street, you'd be like, have you seen this flyer? Yes, yes, and you can take one if you want. It.
0: I remember seeing them around UW campus when I was a student too. So that
1: was one of pretty- the one <laughs> of the great really gratifying things about this actually is I encourage people to do this at home or on their campus or wherever is you put it up and then later you get to go back and see poll tabs gone and you like know that people have been like noticing it and checking it out and it's just really gratifying. But my favorite thing to pass out is a much smaller piece of paper about coupon sized and this coupon sized piece of paper, has some big bold letters on it that say "free coupon" and nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to take a stack mm-hmm. of these, and I like—well, I liked to. God, gosh darn it, COVID. In time, in, time, in time, it time, will return. I love to go downtown with these free coupons, and I would stand downtown in the area where there are all these canvassers. Whenever people are very used to like keeping their head down and walking around, and I would mm-hmm. hand these out, being like, "Free coupon! Do you want a free coupon?" And oftentimes people would you know, come out of their don't look at me state enough to, to take the free coupon, but they take it and they just keep walking and I'd watch them walk away and they're looking at this coupon and then they just like start slowing down <laughs> as they're just looking at like, and they look back <laughs> at me and I'm like, hi, <laughs> free coupon, right? <laughs> it's good for one free That's confused right. expression and, and you can redeem it with a friend later. And people, people usually right. got it and, and were overjoyed by the subterfuge <laughs> of their expectations. so i do all these things and they seem kind of goofy but there there actually is a deeper meaning i think i'll actually spring off that free coupon thing because that (laughs) one of the reasons i do that downtown is because so many people associate walking through downtown with you know being accosted with people who want something, whether it's to have an argument or to get political support or save the children. And I want to save the children, but you know, you're cost with that every single day. You you're gonna start saying no a lot because you've heard the pitch or you've already done it. And so the people walking through downtown have a very no state of mind. And what I love is giving these people who are surrounded by all these things they want to say no to something they want to say yes to people having constant negative interactions with strangers is is detrimental to the community as a whole and so my goal with novelty is to offset negative interactions with strangers with positive interactions with strangers so I can tip the scale back and make people open up more and be more willing to explore the lighter side of life
0: Someone listening might ask, wouldn't that be scary?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yes, it is scary. I benefit from some privilege I have, especially white male privilege here. Some of the things I do are kind of weird. And if someone from a different background, different skin tone from mine did them, they could get funnier looks or less trustworthy looks. So I just want to acknowledge that I do benefit from the way people treat white men in general. When I'm doing this. I'm. I get nervous, I'm scared, honestly, especially if I haven't handed out free coupons in a while or done whatever in a while. But I talk to myself, this is a confidence builder. When you are opening yourself up to people in a new way, there's always a chance for a no reaction. Like the free coupons get turned down all the time. Not everyone's gonna take your tabs. Not everyone's gonna want a free group hug. And you know what? I I love it, I embrace it because big picture, this isn't just good for the community. Or the people who are from the community who engage with it, this is good for me as well. Like this is building my confidence. And if you do something with a free coupon thing, it builds your confidence because one great strength to have, one great skill to have is the ability to face rejection and then keep trying. Not in a creepy dating way, in like a reach your goals way. <laughs> there's, there's a difference. Yeah, be boundaries. That's right. I'm talking about like approaching different strangers with a, a fun idea, a fun, harmless idea. This is getting me more comfortable putting myself out there and getting me more resilient to handle rejection. I mean, I don't want to stretch the practice too far, but it honestly can help with things later, like whether it's getting rejected if you asked someone out nicely or rejected at job interviews. It's honestly practice because your, your brain and your heart interpret it the same way. When you have a day full of novel activities and novel things, those days tend to feel longer. And research has suggested that people experience time based on the number of things their brain has to process. Like their brain has to, can't just handle it with habits, but their brain has to open up and like engage with this thing and understand it. And that's part of what novelty is, is you're presenting the brain with something, well, new. And so when your brain has to do a lot of this, it's more engaged, it's more active throughout the day, and those days feel longer. And especially if it's something fun, like a, a fun, You know, all day field game or traveling in a new country. Those days feel gloriously long. And it feels like you're fitting more life into your day, more life into your years overall. And that's what I mean by extending life. More novelty throughout your life makes your life feel longer. And that feels good.
0: With that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. welcome back peregrine we've talked about some fun smaller scale shenanigans but that leads us to the biggest shenanigan that has seen the most action in the last few years rainworks now i know a visual has the most oomph for this topic but can you describe for our listeners what makes rainworks so special
1: Yeah, a rainwork is a piece of street art that is invisible when it's dry and appears when it rains. So you could be walking around down the street, normal sunny day, and you could walk right over one of these and you wouldn't even see it. Totally invisible. But you walk over that same street on a rainy day, it's dreary out, you're clutching an umbrella or your hood to your face, and you look down, and all of a sudden there's a message. That message or piece of art or whatever you want it to be is a rainwork. I came up with RainWorks like 2013, 2014, had a a fun time sort of prototyping it and figuring it out. And once me and my best friend, Zach, started making them around Seattle, um, it attracted some attention. And one of our friends who was introduced to me by this really cool friend of mine named Natalie. Hi. Her friend Jacob reached out to me through her saying that he was interested in making a video about it for a class project. Zach and I said, sure. We went out together and filmed you know, some cool RainWorks, some cool reveals, um, you talking about it. And they made this cool project for their class. And then they handed us a, as a copy of video and said we could post it if we wanted. So we did. We posted it on our little RainWorks page with a few hundred followers or whatever. And then it went viral. <laughs> it went viral but in man. 2015. This little video just took the heck off and got millions of millions of views in a week. Um, got calls from all these blogs and local news stations wanting to do pieces on it. It was a surreal week. I, I barely remember it honestly. I just remember being in a constant state of what is happening. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was a great time Now this brainwork had just been on a, a note in my phone under like shenanigans. <laughs> like this was this was not a huge thing or a thing I designed to be huge. It was just like, this is a cool idea. Oh, maybe I should tell people how it works mm-hmm. Should I tell people how it works Natalie? The way we do it is we take a stencil of the design we want, and then we put that stencil onto sidewalk concrete and then we spray it over the stencil with a invisible hydrophobic coating. We call it invisible spray. And then when you take the stencil off, the spray dries to be completely invisible, which is why we need to do that. Then it's, it's set. It's ready to go. 24 hours later, if you get it wet, what happens is the concrete turns dark like normal concrete does, but everywhere the hydrophobic coating is it's repelling water which means that it doesn't turn dark, which means that now you have areas of wet concrete and dry concrete, which means you have areas of dark concrete and light concrete, which means you have contrast, which means you have an image <laughs> because our visual cortex processes so light in new ways. How far do we need to go down this route? And that's what it's lets you see cool. it. I'm only going when it rains. And yeah, it was super cool. It's, it's like magic. And it's one of the, my favorite things about it as someone who used to do magic uh, professionally, <laughs> I'm super into things appearing and disappearing. we had just set out to make people smile and we weren't trying to start a company. I wasn't trying to make money with this idea, but when we got a whole bunch of attention, people were asking, you know, how could I do this? How could I do this in my city? And Rainworks everywhere sounded like a great idea to me, you know, Um, because everyone was reaching out being like, Oh, it rains here too. And I'm like, what? Well, you should try it too then. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we made a Kickstarter Kickstarter got funded um, with six hours to go. And How I have a company. (laughs) That's how it happened. I'm not great at running a company. I was like all in for the creative stuff, but I have learned fast, made my mistakes and, you know, and now, now I'm a lot more comfortable with it these days, but yeah, the company is called, called Rainworks and we still make positive Rainworks out on the street just for the sake of making people smile. But we also now sell the spray and stencils so that people can make their own.
0: For a long time, your motto has been doing things for the sake of doing them. And that's still the case. But now since RainWorks has gone big and become a business, you have to factor making money into the mix. How has that transition impacted the way you work?
1: That's been a big question for a long time for me. I grew up really fearing selling out and seeing so much judgment on people who would like, quote, sell out, oftentimes for like legit reasons. But i Growing up, I'm like, I never want to sell it. If I have a cool idea, I'm not just going to like give it to the highest bidder or whatever. You know, I'm doing it for the sake of doing it because it's a good thing. And I want it to always be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, when this good thing I did turned into a thing I make money from, it's like there's a lot of opportunities here. This is a, a novel new medium that could be used in many ways including like you know massive advertising campaigns, guerrilla marketing for companies. And companies did contact me offering a lot of money for us to go out and make RainWorks with their brands, uh, logos, or promotions. And I just didn't feel good about that because of the whole, I don't wanna sell out thing. I just want this to be a fun thing. So when it comes to RainWorks, I have been fortunate enough to have been able to run this company and not need to take on commissions that didn't conflict with our values. We have turned down all the commissions that are asking us to make rainworks on the ground that advertise for people. But I've also felt in my head, you know, this this, you know, strong will against selling out, like meeting some of the realistic expectations of and necessities of running a business. And felt it like flex a little bit and like resist and trying to figure out, you know, where the happy medium is now that I understand more about what it takes to run a business. So while we still don't do commissions, we still turn down commissions. We we offer stencils, like custom stencils. And one of the compromises you could say I made, I don't know if Past Me would be okay with this. I think he would, but you know, it's maybe more up in the air than it is for me now. If someone orders a stencil that has their logo on it, we'll sell it to them. And they're responsible for making it. They'll do it in their area. And one of the things that makes me feel better about that as well is that we have an official RainWorks map. So if you want to find RainWorks in your area, you can go download our app or go to our website and you'll see a map of where all the RainWorks are that people have made and submitted. If Someone submits an advertisement to the RainWorks map, we don't add it on there. And that kind of helps us feel like we keep control of RainWorks being a positive thing for people who are spontaneously going out RainWork hunting. In general, I feel like I've been able to make little anti-sellout Peregrine happy, but I also feel like I judge people (laughs) who take their idea and partner with a company on it to make something huge and epic with like Red Bull or whoever. um, I feel like I judge them less as well. Um, I was just raised around a lot of people or online communities that judge that thing really harshly. And I feel like as a business owner now, I I judge it less harshly. And so I felt that tectonic plate of opinion slowly shift, but not completely. We're still not going to go partnering with Columbia for their rain jackets or Patagonia. Don't call me. So here's what I pitched to companies, Natalie, when they're like reaching out for for RainWorks Hmm. um, for their brands or advertising their businesses or whatever. So there is another compromise that I've made and I've said, hey, big company, small company, whoever you are, if you want to make RainWorks and use it to advertise yourself, Mm -hmm. we will help you. We will do the commission for you if you make these RainWorks on the ground, have no hashtags, no logos or anything. They're just purely for the positivity of it. And then around that, you can create a video campaign where you're like, hey, look what we, this company did to make people happy. And then they can use that. But if someone walks across it on a rainy day and they're having a bad day, they're not suddenly hit with an advertisement. No, they're still hit with a positive message. And so for those people walking along the street, that's what I wanna make sure has a positive experience with this most of all, because that's what it's always been about is that spontaneous surprise. And so making sure that what's going on the ground from our hands is still spreading positivity that way. feels good. Enough to me.
0: With that, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Hey, Peregrine. Have you ever wondered what English sounds like to non-English speakers?
1: Don't for me, they agreed that treason.
0: Yeah, I couldn't buy the Mexarine.
1: I can't bereave that mori-alpinjohn.
0: No, no, pistachin is trap. I mean, why the crest soldier for the Magdalene, Magdalene? <laughs> for the Magdalene
1: That was an excerpt of
0: Squirrel by Fairbairn and Eccleston, also known as what English sounds like to non-English speakers. <laughs> that was fun. Thanks, Peregrine. Absolutely. <laughs> that was any
1: novelty, any time. <laughs>
0: Before one of our best friends left the Seattle area, we put on a shenanigan that, apart from RainWorks, has had to be the largest geographical footprint of any shenanigan I've been a part of, the citywide scavenger hunt. Let's tell folks about it.
1: This This was a fun thing we did back in 2013 for our friend Emily, who was just about to leave for college. We and our friend group all adored Emily dearly, So we put together this plan Mm -hmm. to give her a very exciting novel goodbye present. Basically, what I remember is that she was staying with her friend, Drew. And Drew, when they woke up the next morning, Drew had already left the house, but left behind a bouquet of flowers with a note. And the note had a clue on it of where he had gone. And she's like, okay, what's happening? So she she figured out the clue and found Drew and then Drew handed her a very special gift to commemorate like some of the memories they had together. But in addition to that, he gave her another riddle. And when she solved that riddle, it took her to another friend. And then it was Drew and her and that other friend. And that other friend had another clue and gift. When you follow that clue, it takes you to another friend. And so this entire thing turned into this building caravan of gifts and friends and memories. That just built into this glorious, joyful goodbye party at the end of it. And uh, Natalie was one of the one of the stops. You were one of the stops on the way. Um, yeah, and I actually I actually looked stop, up at the thing yeah. you made. It was this gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous illustration of um, Emily and some of the her favorite favorite things tangled in her long wavy blonde hair. Sort of like this beautiful mix of all her favorite memories and her face, and it was it was beautiful. I actually remember. I was one of the stops on it, but I was also coordinating it. <laughs> so, like, throughout the whole thing, I would have to, like, step away to, like, call the next person and be like, Are you ready? <laughs> um, subtle, but not subtle. I know Emily noticed definitely for sure. Um, but yeah, that was a really fun surprise to coordinate. Um, and yeah, it just turned to this absolute blast that, um, this is great memory.
0: Yeah. And and for scale, we could probably say that it's like it ended up being like close to a dozen people that she had to find. And it it took her to so many different neighborhoods across the city. I was really impressed with the scale, not only of the number of people and the geographical dimension, but just there was so much love in it, too.
1: Absolutely. Every every stop was meaningful. Every location was meaningful. Every person and gift was creative and meaningful. It was so so fun. Gosh, that was such a good shenanigan. <laughs> you say that's like the, one of the biggest ones geographically you've done, but you've also done one that was still significant geographically with me that I don't know if you remember. Shocking U-Dub on finals week. Yeah, yeah I was, I was thinking do, about like stuff we've done again. I'm like, yeah. that's not the only shenanigan Natalie and I have done. I mean, yeah. You've also you've also helped with Rainworks, yeah. which was I remember you were one of the first people to come to a Rainworks stencil party before it was even a viral thing.
0: Rainworks and um, I think we did we oh, pulled an yeah. all-nighter, googly eye. That's, that's a classic point. midnight
1: thing. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, we at finals week, you and I and a bunch of other friends, i got a giant thing of chalk and just went around before finals week, chalking like all these positive like you got this messages or checklists of here's all the things you need to be like fed and watered and healthy and safe and smart and prepared for your test today like checklists to make sure people would remember all the things and other giant like just you know go get them tiger sort of stuff and that was that was so fun
0: that and the, mm-hmm. the large uw logo
1: natalie outlined a giant you outlined a giant w and and we like that was the last thing we did we all came together and just used the chalk to fill it in so it was giant and colorful and then we all took a great picture it was a good memory natalie good good time we have good times a lot of fun (laughs) dang that's great
0: (laughs) you've taught me that if you're wishing for a friend that does something out of the ordinary be it anywhere from a text to a spontaneous birthday party be the friend that does it and you make for a great friend peregrine thanks for joining me today
1: Thanks, podcast voice, Natalie. It's been a great time.
0: (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) I loved it so much. Thank you so
1: much for having me. It's been a great time.
0: See, like many of my closest friends, you encourage both my critical thinking and my artist self. And we have the most fun when we're engaging in all of those things at the same time. Thanks for making life fun at all ages. For today, about a decade ago when we met, and for decades
1: to come thanks for being a part of the adventure with me
0: oh snap
1: that's so cheesy Uh, it's true though it's true though welcome back thanks natalie oh wait you're welcoming them back sorry welcome back everybody we (laughs) we were here you were gone or the other way around but either way we're all together again welcome back to marginal way
0: So this is, again, an outline. It's, it's bones we can cling to, but we can play around them as we want. So. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Cool.
1: And the house don't fall if the bones are good. <laughs> Have you heard that song? That's a really weird lyric. It's it like is a
0: really weird lyric. Her house is
1: made of bones. I'm just, like, not comfortable coming over anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a phrase. It's old-time phrase. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, first, I've heard of it. Oh, that's funny. But, yeah, I, I grew up in a time after they made houses out of bones, so I guess it's just for me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> love it love it yay you're doing you're it you done Texas. it i'm, Congratulations. I'm so you glad i have such like motivated <laughs> yeah. independently creative friends it's so cool you're we, one of them yeah <laughs> it's so fantastic
0: Marginal Way with Natalie Gray is brought to you by the Anchor app, the easiest way to make a podcast. Follow us at Marginal Way Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next week.
1: So they they pass by it later. I'm not there, but I still brighten their day in some way.
0: That's right. You just remind me. There's a, there's a couple of different types of flyers that come to mind for me. Ones the the pull tab ones, and the others the one. Uh, That you hand out, yeah. Can you speak to a couple of those? I
1: know what you're getting me to talk about, Natalie. I know what you're thinking about. You know my shenanigans. I love them. That's
0: why. That's why. Oh, thank you so much.